I think we're hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, that's that's good. This is the show to be to be hungry on. Saturday, Omaha. Eat this. Well, the great part is, is what what I'll do is I'll do some like crazy introduction, like, hey, this this is Dave with Saturday Omaha here on Food Recognize Food, and uh, we're going to be talking about the churro spot today, or I should say El Churro Spot, and I probably should roll my R's so I can have uh, Omar, who's across from me, and I probably should say the <laughs> churro spot. Hey, um, that perfect. Thank you. Good. I want to make sure I get it right. So I have Omar and Hannah Garrido. Did yeah. I say that right? Okay. Yes. This is awesome. So owner and co-owner as well as a social media manager of uh, El Churro Spot here with me today. Omar and Hannah, how are you guys doing? Good. How are you, David? Thank you. Awesome. So good to have you guys here. And uh, we've been kind of coordinating, trying to get into the studio together. And of course, you know, you guys are running the churro truck for a long time. And now El Churro Spot, uh, super, super busy. So I'm so glad we could uh, meet here together today. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We're excited. This is so cool. This is so cool. So, So cool. Yeah. So, yeah. What is, well, there's all sorts of things happening, but uh, (laughs) uh, you two are going to tell it best. What is going on at El Churro Spot lately? You want to go first? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we've been doing really new, exciting things. We um, have the chips and salsa we talked about a little bit ago. We just started offering that with every order, and that's been a big hit, actually. People are excited. Um, We actually just, he was just featured in the Omaha Magazine food issue. Nice. And, like, a big spread on him. That was really cool. About the truck life to the restaurant life and everything in between. So it was pretty awesome. We're excited about that as well. And obviously this podcast is really cool, too. That's super cool. That is so awesome. So I I do kind of want to dig into that a little bit. So you, how long did you guys have the truck? Now, the truck still nicely sits parked right outside in case you guys need to, you know, do any events or anything, right? So, mm-hmm. but well, yeah, how long did you have the truck? Well, we had a truck since April of 2016. Okay. So we've been running it for about six years now. Yeah. And obviously we just decided to open the brick and mortar February 26th of this year. Yeah. And we still have the truck. We run it for private events, company lunches, and so we're doing about three to four events per week still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we don't move it as much, but I mean, we're still, we can't get rid of it. That's yeah. How it's it. That's <laughs> it was a conversation. Like, let's just get rid of it, but and we can't let go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're, so wow. So both truck and uh, brick and mortar all at the same time. Mm-hmm. My yes, goodness. A lot. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. And so, and you are in the former uh, Fomaha dog spot yep. next to Oliver's down there. Yes. Um, and how, how are things going down there? They're going good. I think it's such a weird time, you know, like things got so expensive out of nowhere. And yeah. that was kind of, I think, a bad thing and a good thing. Good because the truck, we don't have to pay for gas as much anymore. We don't have to deal with that sure. aspect. But, you know, now the restaurant aspect, it's like things are a little expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like it's going well for the circumstances that, you know, we're in right now with everything going on from COVID to, you know, yeah. recession. Supplies, <laughs> Economic staffing. issues. Oh. All of it. So I think I would say we're doing well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Our lunches are starting out kind of slow still, yeah. but I mean, I figure it's going to take some time to start building them up. And yeah, I mean, dinner and weekends are always a good, yeah, good, good, good business. Good for us. business for sure. And yeah. And then again, the <clears throat> events. I guess that's a good thing with the truck too. We still can roll up to your house for a graduation party if we need to. So or right. you know, a lunch, company lunch. So that's pretty great. I think that we still have the truck. Yeah, I was really pushing. I'm like, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you need, yeah, you, but you need it. That's oh, that's yeah. so cool though. That's so yeah. cool. Well, and and having done, uh, I I've been in the shop um, several yeah. times. Gotten, Cinco de Mayo. Oh Thank yes. Thank you for that. We're so sorry. We were yeah. swamped. No. We weren't expecting it. Honestly, that's awesome. No, that was yes, that was uh, the chosen uh, Cinco de Mayo yes. spot. Was uh, was El Turro spot. So that's that was awesome. awesome. Um, and I, you're, uh, you know. I, I like your your ordering uh, kind of tier that you have where you can kind of just select what you want or maybe yeah. you want something or don't want something. Uh, my uh, my wife can't eat uh, raw onions, so it's like oh, okay yeah. if I you know I can grab some asada tacos and be like hey yeah load that up with some cilantro but but, uh, no, onion. but no onions so I uh, appreciate that so yeah, yeah how, how did you guys get get started with the truck what what brought you into cooking oh, all the things that you do oh I see some smiles oh, yeah. and some head nods so this is good. It's, a, it's my favorite story. <laughs> oh this is awesome. Oh my gosh actually 
he had been in Mexico at the end of 2015, um, early 2016 for a period of time. Uh And he was like talking about the whole time, oh, there was a lot of churros down there, a lot of churro places. And I was like, cool, okay. You know, he kept kind of saying stuff. (laughs) And at this time, we both had full-time jobs. And I was like, cool. And then he's like, maybe we should open a food truck. I was like, "Mm -hmm, no, like, absolutely not. I was waiting for him to come home from work one day. He comes home. And at this point, we worked at the same job together. So he's like, "I'll I'll be back in a little bit. Comes home. I bought an LLC and a food truck. <laughs> I was like, so we're doing this. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't ask. At that point, he just I just did I, it. I, I mean, I kept throwing hints when I, when I came back from Mexico. Oh yeah, churros are really popular. Yeah. yeah, people really like churros. We don't have churros in Omaha. The whole time waiting for her to like, maybe we should do something. But she I was, never, I'm too scared. I'm scared. Yeah, that's it's a big leap. Well, yeah, but and he made a valid point though. Like. It was there was nothing in Omaha where you could get dinner and dessert in one yeah. in a food truck. Yeah. And so I really think like he opened it at the perfect time. We were, mind you, still working full time jobs together and just the two of us going from our one job straight to the truck. Oh wow. So we spent a lot of quality time together. <laughs> and that was well, when wonderful. We, when we first opened up and I decided, hey, I bought a food truck and I got an LLC, it was all she couldn't say no at that point. Yeah, I was like, okay. So I was doing my good luck. I was doing my full time job forty hours and then we were getting getting the truck ready in the evening. So we were yeah. working 40 hours during the just a normal job, maybe doing another 40 to 50 in the food truck. Whoa. And yeah. I was doing that. We were doing after hours at the bar crowd. So It was overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and honestly, we really just started out parking downtown before, like, the food truck rules got weird down there. Sure. So it was kind of cool. Like, it was like, okay, this is not terrible. And then the event started coming, the phone calls, like, I think it was not even our first day yet. I think when that event called, and we're like, we need a truck. We're desperate for a truck. And we had no idea what we were doing. And we just showed up, and some guy ordered three tortas. So we thought, okay, wow. we have something good here. So wow. it just happened all so fast, to be honest. It was Goodness. kind of scary. Goodness, man. Mm-hmm. So did, so obviously, you know, uh, focusing on, on churros available and uh, you can get, you know, small ones, big ones, different flavors, yeah. all sorts of stuff. So, and you said, you know, somebody's ordering. So did you start with tortas and tacos? Has the menu changed yes. greatly from where you started? Yes, it sure has. Mm-hmm. When we first started, my idea was just kind of like a snack truck, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we had churros, we had like one torta, ham yeah, torta. Yeah, just ham. Oh, we yeah. had no tacos. We had no tacos. No tacos. Oh, we had milkshakes. No kidding. Mexican candy. Grilled cheeses. Grilled cheese. So basic little like snacks and I mean, kind of like kid friendly items. And also like drunk people food. Like it worked for like the after hours. Yeah. And candies and hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs. And we did have a quesadilla, but just the ham and cheese quesadilla, like the traditional synchronizada, I think it was. But as time went on, I mean, we were just, I was just adapting to try to Mm -hmm. appeal to more people. Like, I mean, we had, nobody was going to hire me to go do a lunch at a company with just, snacks grilled sure. cheese and yeah. candy and milkshakes yeah so i started slowly incorporating uh, steak tacos asada and then i was like oh well, i'm gonna get some pastor then pollo and then burritos and burritos and then we just turned into a just a just a normal mexican food truck yeah plus the churros yeah and like she was saying when we first started there was trucks out there but i don't think there was hardly any either mexican american or thai like there's so many now mm-hmm. right different nationalities no, nobody really had desserts too yeah. Now I feel like there's a lot of trucks that they all try to sell, like e- either other trucks are doing churros, some people are doing cannolis, some people are doing uh, th- just many different. So I think we kind of started that, which I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm happy everybody is doing that. It, it, it does open it's your. It's a good concept because yeah. people can just hire one truck. I know at the thing, beginning. Yeah. We do events where people have like three trucks because they wanted one of everything, you know, and right. that can get expensive. So I think it's cool. And I feel like we kind of opened during like the food truck boom of 2016. It was like all of a sudden we're in this food truck association and there's all these new trucks and some old two people have been around for a few years. And we really were like in there with them. And it's cool, but sad because unfortunately a lot of them closed or, yeah, you know, things happen. And it's kind of like crazy to think about it. It's kind of sad and right. also exciting and well and the fact that you guys have been running now so we're 2022 so yeah. eight years give or take a couple of months i mean five years for a brick and mortar restaurant is huge i mean that's a big milestone yeah. and then to be doing this for eight years now that's wild that's awesome yeah. i think yeah six years because it was 2016 yes yeah, so six oh, tw- all together six years all together six yes okay. all together going six on seven going gotcha. on seven. Oh yeah 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 because math yeah four, yeah, four math and two yeah well that's okay this is thankfully this is a food based podcast <laughs> not a math based exactly. 
<laughs> my my Saturday co-host uh, uh, called me once on uh, uh, misrepresenting how many ounces are in a pound. Uh, so you know I that's okay. He you. he can he can throw something at me after after he hears this show. Uh, <laughs> so but but six years even so it, ex- like you know eight. exceeding <laughs> especially with getting the truck started and, yeah. and all those things. And there was a very I seem to recall a very scary time mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago when the churro truck before El yep. Churro Spots uh, was at risk of closing its doors forever. Yeah, COVID. Um, and yeah, but you guys, you know, came out of that. Were, was, were you referring, not just COVID, were you referring to we? It was yes. during COVID and it was just, we were having so many, it was just so stressful. It was just so stressful. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, because you guys were at uh, off of Seventy Second and Dodge, mm-hmm. like that was that was your spot. That's where I first found your truck, yep. and and you know had some delicious hot churros right out yep. of there. And uh, yeah, I, I seem to recall it being winter time, if I recall it somewhere was in there, August of twenty twenty, and you know that year, oh, I mean, yeah. more than seventy five percent of our events had to cancel sure. for COVID, right? And then you know, it was good and bad because like. All the restaurants closed in March, uh-huh. so we had a boom of customers right, being on 72nd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, all of our events canceled. That sucks, but at least we're here making money on 72nd. But then it's like things started opening again, and so that kind of killed that crowd. And then we had you know, no events, and we just staffing was a huge issue. And right. it was just a lot, and finances, and it was just it was stressful. Yeah. Yeah, and with a, running a food truck too, you you never know what's yeah. gonna go wrong with a truck. You <laughs> exactly, know, honestly, especially yeah. an older truck like the one we had. Mm-hmm. We started. I'm not. Some people will remember we had a <laughs> 1988 truck. rusted truck. Yeah, you can see the Can't road when we were driving. From it. <laughs> 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 Our windows were like slanted. Yeah, and, uh, I mean it was it was an old an old truck. faithful. It was good to us and also bad to yeah. us. <laughs> I think I, I bought a, I ended up replacing everything in yeah. the truck before I actually everything. got rid of it. Wow. But yeah, so there's always something, always something with the running a food truck business. But, I mean, we managed to make it, and so far, I mean, it's been, overall, it's been a great, it's a great, great, yeah. great time for us. Yeah, yeah. Great time. And, and so, yeah, what was the, what was the spark that made you want to buy some keys to the, the brick and mortar? Like, what, uh... Well, it, we kind of were looking for a commissary kitchen. Uh-huh. Because uh, the place where I was cooking at, they had the new management, new ownership, mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of things changing. So I was looking for somewhere to go to, so I can keep running my truck out of. Sure. I've tried looking many different places, and I was looking for something closer to our house. And when that, when we found out that Fomaha was going to be closing down, we we're like, well, that seems to be perfect for yeah. us. It's like five minute drive from our house. Nice. Small little spot and close to, I mean, the volleyball course. We figured that was. Yeah. We couldn't look for anything better. Perfect. <laughs> so we just went. I mean, we needed a kitchen, so we might as well, like, you know, this is too big for just a kitchen. So let's just open up the yeah. brick and mortar. That's that's wonderful. Well, and so just to give the, the listeners a little background. So from yeah. what I understand, and I'm not sure if this is an Omaha thing or everywhere, but in Omaha, right, your food truck has to have a commissary kitchen that you're based out of, right? So yeah. your, your prep or whatever. Can you guys elaborate on that? Maybe help the listener help me understand even more about what it what that whole thing means? Right. So yeah, you have to, in the state of Nebraska, have a commissary kitchen. You know, with the health department permit, you pay a fee and all that stuff because they obviously don't want people cooking out of their houses. And sure. it's like a safety issue, a health issue. And, um, you know, while the fee, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, pay that every year. But it's at least you know you're getting food from a reliable, safe place. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the health department's pretty pretty good about making yeah. sure that all the food trucks running in Douglas County have the have um, their permit. The permit, and obviously you have to have a legitimate commissary kitchen, or either you can mm-hmm. rent a space from any open restaurant. Right. Oh, okay. And then I mean, yeah. so some trucks pitch and get into get together. There'll be like three to four trucks per kitchen. Uh huh. And as long as there's enough space, the health department will come, with inspect it, and uh, give yeah. everybody a permit to they're allowed to work from that specific kitchen. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I think, like, was it uh, No More Empty Pots up on uh, yeah. 33rd, I think, has their space available to some. Yeah, and, and they can everything. do, like, a group, like, where everyone can kind of share the kitchen and some, all of that. Some kitchens rented by the hour, too. Mm-hmm. If oh, okay. you don't have a lot of cooking, because there's a lot of trucks that don't cook that much, you know? Sure. I mean, there's different kind. Of, there's, like, smoothie trucks and, like, kind of candy. There's, a, like, a candy on wheels truck mm-hmm. that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you still have to have a kitchen, but if you don't need to cook much, you can just rent it for one hour. 
And that's what a lot of trucks do. It's more cost efficient, and I mean, it, it helps you. I mean, it helps you a lot to share with other trucks. Yeah. I've been very, I mean, I'm very picky about how I keep my stuff, so I've always really <laughs> liked to have my own kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Even though, I mean, it can, it can get expensive running a truck out of a kitchen by yourself, but yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. I just like, I'm very specific about how I want my stuff set up. So. Well, that makes yeah. sense. You know, if you, you want to make sure you get that quality product out there right. and, and you want to get the, the the consistency, too, to make sure that, you know, anytime anybody gets a, a burrito or churro or anything, then you, right. you, you always get, you know, the churro truck or El Churro Spots, you know, food and you know what that is. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and something like, uh, you know, Al Pastor, you're, you're not whipping that up in five minutes. Right. You, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> you know. that'd be concerning. Yes, that would be, yes. Or five-minute pasta. Or try it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, what what types of things? I, I don't want you to reveal your secrets or anything, but like, what types of things do you usually prep ahead of time? I'm assuming there's a lot of onions chopped and cilantro <laughs> yeah. and, and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, what do you guys usually prep ahead, and what what, what happens there? Well, it's all. I feel like all Mexican food is like a lot of time consuming. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we do a lot of chopped onions, cilantro, Tomato. onion, tomatoes, jalapenos, serranos. Yeah. I make my beans and my rice from scratch almost, I mean, every morning. Yeah. Or even, I mean, everything we make is just like, I make it the way I used to see my parents cook. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like to cut corners. I just kind of just go like, like, oh, my mom used to do this. I would, I would not do that because that didn't taste right. I remember. Right. So there's always, I mean, Mexican food always involves a lot of time, a lot of time for sure. I mean, even our horchata, which something as simple as most, I would say, 90% of restaurants uh, use powder for horchata or liquid. Yeah. I mean, just a liquid that use mixing water. Our horchata, we make it from scratch. We use some fresh rice, fresh cinnamon, fresh vanilla. We make, I mean, that takes me about two hours to cook in order yeah. for me to, wow. like, drain it and then just strain let it, sit, it, strain it, drain it, let it, let cool, it cool I can't use it till the next day, so yeah. I can have the dairy in it. So, yeah, every, I mean, it all takes a long time, but... Uh, it's worth it. People can taste the difference. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. And actually, that's one of my, my first questions before I order horchata anywhere. I'm like, do you make it yourself? Yeah. <laughs> and if the answer is no, then I'm like, Never nah, because it came out of some Kool-Aid mix looking thing. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm not, I don't want, you know, gas station horchata. I want, no. you know, real, like, you put some that. love in there. Yeah. Yeah. And he like, definitely does that with all of his recipes. He really has mastered the recipes. I'm not really on that side as much. Uh-huh. But I can tell you, yeah, he really puts a lot of energy and time. I'm a little bit of a micromanager. It's not necessarily <laughs> yeah. good. And I'm pretty sure my employees, it, it goes, I mean, they kind of hate it, but at the same time, they like it. Because when I'm there, I mean, everything's Things run done. smooth. Yeah. And at the same time, like, oh, he's going to be here. He's going to complain about this. He's going <laughs> to say this and that. But, I mean, it works out. At the end of the day, I think they like working with me for that reason, because everything comes out smooth. And, yeah. And that's and, why you had one of the cleanest food trucks in the city. We got, like, these insane ratings, because he's... So clean and so meticulous, and yeah. I'm like, that's not a bad quality to have. No, no, not all, especially when it comes comes to food. I mean, that's a, you know that that precision and 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 I, I think it it illustrates too the the caring that you had you know that you have for your food. Right. You know, you're talking about not only the the process and being careful, but wanting to you know make things from scratch, whether that be the rice or the horchata or you know, and you're talking about. You know, thinking about how mom or grandma maybe used to do food or, or something like that and, you know, honoring how they would do that or making sure, you know, you taste it and like, okay, yes, this is this is tasting how I want it to taste right. like. So, you know. And like, right. I mean, just, uh, just this past weekend, we had a wedding we were doing and they wanted, I mean, different meal options that we offer. They, they include beans and rice on the plate, obviously. Yeah. And we were making the beans and I had to step out of the restaurant when I came back. I can smell something like burn. Oh, and I, so I asked the cooks, "Did you guys burn anything?" No, no, everything's fine. And I, I want to try the beans because I can. And I, sure enough, I had a little bit of a burnt taste to them. Oh. They, they insisted they were fine. Everybody in the kitchen, they were like, "Oh no, they're fine, they're fine." And usually beans take about three hours to cook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they take a while to cook. And I was like, no, they're not fine. In my head, I just can't let it go. So it, I whipped up two, and I had my beans in two hours. That's the fastest I've ever cooked beans. <laughs> but I, I mean, things like that is what I know. Some people would have been like, nah, it's fine. We'll just, we'll just serve right. them like that. Right. For me, it just, I can't. I mean, even if I wanted to, I'm like, man, I, I don't have enough time to cook. And I'm like, I'll make sure I have right. enough time to cook. I mean, it was stressful. 
I'll get them done. They love them and they taste yeah. it fresh. And, the and that's their wedding. Like that's their reception food. They don't want to be like, oh, the guy didn't even care. They were burnt. And right. You know what I'm saying? That's important because a lot of people, like you said, would cut corners. I'm like, oh, it's fine. We don't have time. But you made the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty crazy. But he really puts everything into everything that he does for the restaurant. It's a good thing and sometimes I'm like you gotta take it down a notch <laughs> I'm worried about your mental and health like no no I'm <laughs> no. I, I, someone said yeah I will I will but then like I'll he walk away and I'm like yeah I can't, I can't. yeah <laughs> literally oh that's wonderful well and, and you know you said it though too is like not only just your, your product but you know when right. you're at somebody's wedding or an event like you know that's well my goodness, there's so many facets there. Right. One is you have you know the the couple that is there and said, "Hey, can you please feed all of my guests?" And so it's their day. Right. Then on top of that, you have the hundred or two hundred people that are there that may be interacting with your food for the yeah, first time. Exactly. And if you give them burnt beans, they're gonna be like, "I'm never going there." Right. Give us burnt beans. Yes. And and so my my co-host Sam, um, that's usually his his first. Uh, uh, judge or impression of any Mexican restaurant that we go to, he's like, I gotta try the beans. If the mm, beans are good, yeah. then that's you important. know, yes, the it's, it's leading well. So um, that's that's awesome. Well, and I, I think I saw uh, a video you guys had posted of of making your rice and mm-hmm. you know how much goes into that and all those things. Yeah. So it's not like you're just hitting a button on a microwave or something like that. No. You know, you're you're prepping things from scratch. And Omar's know, really awesome. good about hitting that live button when he because he wants people to see. Yes, everything is made fresh. Like per order and that's a big thing like with the food truck I think yeah maybe our lines would get a little bit long we're making your food fresh every single person is getting fresh and hot food we're not just microwaving it or pulling and that's not we're not judging we're just saying that would be the complaint oh you guys are taking a little bit longer I'm like we're giving you guys fresh hot food like And the people, I don't think, understand that because they think a food truck's going to roll up and you're going to get, like, a doggy bag of, like, here you go, just eat it. But, no, we're making you really fresh, delicious Mexican food to order. Six, seven years that we've been in business, I I still don't use a warmer for... No, he's never. never. I've never hold my meat in warmers, ever. You know, and I, like she's saying, so we're fresh. not judging. I mean, a lot of places do that. A lot of restaurants do that. We understand it. I've never been yeah. there. I just can't. It just dries out. It doesn't, doesn't taste, taste the same. The same. Especially when you're dealing with, like, a pastor or a cachete. You want that flavor. You want that to yeah. be there. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. Uh, I've been reading a book by Grace Young called Breath of the Walk. Um, okay. It's all about the history and manufacture of walks in China and how wow. how there's seasons and how you cook. Anyway, but um, the the uh, there's a, a term or saying as uh, walk hey Breath of the Walk, and it's that fresh flavor after you cook something in a walk, you stir fry it, right. and if you make it from the walk to the plate. Um, that there's more wok or there's more mm, breath of the yes. walk. And I can almost, I, I have no idea if there's a term for that <laughs> in Mexican cooking, but to be able to take that cachete or, or the asada or right. whatever and, you know, have that cooked up fresh and have that, you know, like, wham, Yeah, that right sizzle there. still like sizzling yes. on that tortilla. Oh my gosh. Yes, <laughs> yes. Instead like of it. just being sitting there for a while, I could see where that adds right. a little extra nuance. Because let's say even if we're getting ready for a big event, we will cook. I mean, what I'm saying is we will cook some meat ahead of time. Sure. But we won't hold it in warmers. You know, yeah. we'll let it cool off right. properly and then we put take it in our, our, like, our tins to the event and then yeah. when it comes down to it's time to serve. We'll throw them on the flat top again, you know, like yeah. it's almost like fresh regardless. But Right. So we, yeah, the, I mean, we do that for big events, but we never keep it in warmer still. Like, I mean, we'll still throw on the right. flat top, throw the tortillas, everything fresh. and The yeah. churros fried fresh. Have you ever had a two-hour-old churro? No, it's not pleasant. No, like, no. you got to have that fresh. <laughs> and as, like Omar stated, we've been in business for long enough. Now we know what to do or what to expect. And we yeah. can, you know, we're not like the way we were six years ago. So we've made sure we're as quick as possible. And when we, we have good staff members too. They do help and they really do bust their butts for us. And so we appreciate that as well. Yeah. It's important to have a good flow in a kitchen. Well, that's that's interesting you said it. So so six years ago, what what are some of those things that, that you do differently where you're like, oh, oh man, gosh. we started doing it this way, but, you know, there's there's got to be a better way. I just remember, like, this panic because it would just, me and him were the only ones who worked at the truck, really, for the first year. So just, oh, like, wow. when we get a rush, we'd be like, a tornado went through yeah like oh my gosh and now it's we just know what we're doing i don't know how to describe it one thing that we are running a better business now Mm. yeah at first i mean the first two years i would say we're just running the truck 
Yeah. And I don't know if we were even making money. You know, I was yeah. making some money, but I wasn't running a good business. She always makes fun of me. Like, when we first started, people will call up and be like, hey, I have five people. I'm like, all right, we'll be there. Like, I was yeah, like, seriously. I was like, we're all the way in Elkhorn. And our we truck was drive. like, we're in Elkhorn. We have four people. Can you? And we're like, yep, we'll be there. What time? He was a yes man. Yeah, but that's how we got our foot in the door. You know? Sure. Now, obviously, we ask for we require a minimum, minimum and deposits and, and yeah. so many things that we do different in order for us to make a profit. Because I mean, I mean, but like, but like she said, that's how we got in the door. But yeah, that has definitely changed. We definitely run the business a lot better. Yeah. Than just saying, "Oh yeah, we have the truck. We'll take it out for four people and like we'll celebrate <laughs> ten people's birthday." And like I mean, right. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's definitely we, we were so new. <laughs> Yeah, well, we didn't know what to ask for. We had no idea. Well, and you're mentioning, you know, permits and things. So I'm, I'm assuming that if you're outside of Douglas County, maybe I don't know what arrangements you have to make, but there might even be paperwork or things, or I, I don't know what happens outside of, you know, this area right. or how that works. Oh, how that works is it's break time here on the podcast. So if you get a minute and you like the show, maybe leave us a happy, fun, positive review on Google or Apple or Facebook. That would be super cool. Also, um, when you get a second, head on over to FatterdayOmaha.com. There's additional content there as well as our Fatterday friends. So there might be some things that you also enjoy besides this show. Oh, and speaking of that, yeah, back to the show. So everybody needs a churro. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> we And that's just also the beauty of like learning and growing and like we know what events we need to take and you know we have the restaurant now and so we are able to say like if it's not really going to work for us like no it's not going to work we can't do that yeah yeah we were definitely spreading ourselves a little thin i think yeah well uh speaking of of space there too um so i mean the the truck is a very small spot to operate (laughs) in you know especially if you got multiple people on the truck has it been kind of uh freeing i guess to be in the brick and mortar to have a little more room to move around Yes. Nobody <laughs> wants to work in the truck now. <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, who's working that shift for the event? Not me. <laughs> Nobody wants to go back to the truck. Nobody. I mean, it's just so much more comfortable. You have, yeah. I mean, if it's cold outside, you have the heat in the yeah. restaurant. If it's hot outside, you have the AC in the restaurant. You can go get a drink of water. You can go to the bathroom. Yeah, you can oh, go the sit bathroom. in the booth. Like with the truck, it's just, even if it was... I mean, if it was 90 degrees outside, the truck yep. is like 105. Oh. With uh, everything, yeah. st- I mean, with the flat top, the fryer. Yeah. And if it's cold outside, it's, it feels even it's colder freezing. inside because it's all stainless steel. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Weather, the weather is definitely a big factor why most of my. Yeah, guys, that's, it's the weather. Because it's really the new truck, too, is a lot more spacious and nice. But I had to work a few winter shifts this last winter, and I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> and then when you factor in, yeah, like an event in the truck and it's 100 degrees out and there's five of you or four of you at a massive event. You're like, yeah. get out of my way. You're so frustrated and annoyed oh, yeah. and hot. And you're just like, okay, yeah. The restaurant is pretty awesome. <laughs> I love the restaurant. <laughs> oh, I want to work there all the time. Yeah, because that's, that's a lot of food to be in, especially if you're at an event where you're trying to feed as many people as yeah. possible and, and that type of thing. So, oh, right. my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> wow. We used to do, uh, back in the day, we, there was times we did events that were an all-day all day event from, like, 11 a.m. till like, 10 p.m. Whoa. I remember we did this, what it was called, the Food Truck Rodeo. Benson Food Truck Radio. The first oh, yeah. year they did it, it was, yeah, it started, like, 11 or... We were know, on our feet for 12 hours straight. Yeah, and then wow. there was times we would do something like that. I, I was... A little bit crazy to be honest. <laughs> and after working twelve hours, I mean, for me it was already like eighteen hours because there's a lot of prep to mm-hmm. do. Right, working that we would be done. I'm like, all right, we're gonna go downtown for the bar crowd. So I would, I mean, yeah. Fridays I was doing like twenty-one, twenty-two hour days. I would yeah. sleep for two hours and wake up Saturday, sleep two hours Friday. I guess Saturday morning to from four to like six, wake up and do it all over again. Yeah. So, Whoa. Yeah, it, it was, it was insane. But Whoa. I don't know how I did it. I, that's, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Man. He's like the Energizer Bunny. I used to be. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You couldn't pay. Yes. <laughs> oh, you want to go out until four in the morning? No. We're good. <laughs> that's wild. That's yeah. wild. Well, I mean, even, a, you know, and even on a normal, uh, you bring up a good point there. If you guys are open for even an eight hour shift, there were yeah. hours worth of work before, before. that prepping before yeah. the, the either the the windows of the truck are up or the doors unlocked on the restaurant either one so yep. you know when that when that taco burrito churro whatever arrives on you know a diner's plate like you got to appreciate all the the work that exactly. went into the prep because it wasn't just the 10 minutes or whatever right. when you ordered it so yeah you know, so and much I think more than that people like we wish people would understand that more like 
it's not just like, oh, yeah, like Omar just wakes up at 10 and rolls in. Like he gets up so early. He's there for hours before anybody gets there. And he's working and his staff comes in and they work and, you know, they're busy. And yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, and then after the doors are locked, then there's cleanup and work. prepping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, oh, my goodness. That's so true. Never stops. Never. Never stops. When he comes home and it's like, what about this, Ivana? What about this and this? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 1130. Yeah. I want to go to bed. <laughs> With having diners in the in the restaurant now, being able to be there now. I know you're, yeah. you know, you may be back in the kitchen, maybe still a lot. But um, have you had the opportunity to see a few more smiles on people's faces than, than maybe, you know, with the truck where people grab it and then they, they go off and you may not yeah. see it? Like, have you been able to kind of get some reward can, for all yeah. that effort? A lot yeah. more interaction. And, you know, I had to work on Thursday and yeah, like a lot more like I bring out the chip and salsa and everyone wants to chat and we can actually do that because there's not a line of people at the truck and we're like, we have staff there, and, you know, everything's just so yeah, we can check on people. How is everything? And, you know, just check in and see if everything's good and see if they need ref. You know, it, that is a nice we're meeting, aspect. We're meeting the whole family now. Yeah. You know, oh, the yeah. whole family. Before That's so true. Someone will pick it up in the window. Like, hey, see you guys next time. We didn't yep. know. Now we see the wife or the husband, the kids. The kids. And then uh, we have a customer. I can't remember her name right now, but she comes to her, a restaurant once a week. She used to go to our truck once a week. Oh, yeah. I know what she gets. She gets to order nachos, carnitas, and a burrito. She if she ever listens to she know from the but anyway, so she brought the whole family last week. And I'm like, oh, you see, like I never, I would so have nice. never seen that at the truck. Yeah, I think but, I know yeah. you're talking about. But she yeah, she, she follows us everywhere. She brought the daughters and the grandkids and yeah, uh, yeah. So it's we see cool. a lot more of the, a lot more of the whole family rather than just the one face we would always see. Yeah, right. That's yeah. so true. I, I mean, and seeing the looks on your faces, that sounds like it's a very rewarding interaction yeah. to see those families. I mean, what's uh, yeah, what what kind of drives you? I mean, besides obviously <laughs> staying in business and making yeah. it. And surviving, but uh, yeah, what are some of those things that inspires your cooking? Or do you know you were saying that you were working jobs prior to the truck? Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a background in restaurants prior to this? Was this your first go round? How did how did food start to become a career? Well, for me, uh, this is all I've ever done since yeah. I was uh, sixteen, and I came here to Omaha. I started working for a pizza place here in town, and I. I went from being the dishwasher, prep, supervisor, server. I did a little bit of everything. Yeah. I never been the general manager. But besides that, I mean, that's all I've ever done. Worked in different Italian places, mm-hmm. and American, just American food. And my, my dad and my uncles, they, all, they have some restaurants in town, too. Oh, cool. A couple other trucks. So, like, I mean, we just, it was easy to fall into the food tips. Yeah, the food I, <clears throat> I started doing that. I mean, when we got married, I went to work for the company she works at, which is her parents. Yeah, her okay. Parents My dad's fire protection company. Yeah, we did, I did that for two years, but, I mean, it's a great company. Obviously, I, I got paid Not pretty well. Him. I'm the son-in-law, so, you know, they treat me a little bit. Uh-huh. Anyways, it, it was, it's a great vibe. company, but I just, I couldn't get used to it. I'm just... I think I need that interaction. I mean, yeah, I need to the see customer customers. service. And I know I have a lot of regulars say, hey, yeah. well, how's it going? And we'll have a little conversation here and there. The right. trade, what I was doing there, I just, I wouldn't see anyone. Every day we would right. do a job somewhere doing the repetition over and over. And I was just yeah, the tedious. You're not a fan of the tedious, oh, repetitive mm-hmm. thing. So definitely when he started the truck like i said we were working with my dad still so you know and he took the leap in 2017 to quit that job and go full-time with the truck of course that's another scary thing but sure it was for the best i think and yeah you know yeah he's and i've worked in restaurants my whole life too this is my dad's company that i work for that was the first time i've had like an office or any sort of administrative job and it took me a long time to get used to it because i've worked in so many restaurants as well that's how we met so I remember, like, I used to call you, like, I don't think I can sit here anymore. I'd go mm-hmm. crazy, but now it's I'm I'm used to it. Did, did you meet in a restaurant here mm-hmm. in Omaha? Yeah. What can if I, I can ask? What was the restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Zio's. At Zio's. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very Zio's, nice. Zio's. Yeah. yeah. Still oh, our favorite pizza. Literally uh-huh. go there all the time. Tasty stuff, man. So I, I love their lunch special and their yeah uh, soup salad and a slice. Oh two yeah. Slices of soda. Yeah, a couple also, and I like their uh, their vinaigrette on their salad. Mm-hmm. I like the real their punchy Italian. Italian. Yeah. Dressing. Oh, it's so good. That's ranch is also. Their ranch is so good. We love Zio's, obviously. That is too too fun, which gives me a great segue, and we'll circle back to a churro spot here in a little bit, too. But, um, you know, uh, having you here on Food Recognized Food to talk about some places that you like to eat in Omaha. We just talked about Zio's. So where, where do you guys like to eat? Now, of course, I always have to caveat. 
of course, your own food. <laughs> yes. And also, when you have time and yes. you're not working 20, three and a half hours. Oh, we every find day. time to eat. <laughs> Don't we find time? We have to say it's not a restaurant per se, I guess you could say, but Zen Coffee. Oh yeah. We go to Zen pretty frequently. Um I'm a big Indian food fan. I'm a Canara fan. Love I Canara. tasted Canara and I can't go back. Yeah. Um, we also lived really close to Mother India. What was Mother India? Now it's Taste of India. They're also really good. Yeah. I f- like Indian food. Um, Greek Islands, Jimmy D's, Sunnyside on Center. Goodness, goodness. Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the truck just a little bit. So what do you what do you order at Zen? What's your coffee? Uh, I do the creation? ice butter beer. Oh, it's so good. I have not had. I love Zen. Um, I've so had good. like I've had the honeybee latte and the cold brew, but I have not had the butter. You gotta beer. try so the, the butter, iced butter beer. Iced butter. It's beer. like butterscotch. It's oh my god, it's I, good. I like the chai. chai yeah, the chai is really oh, good nice. too. Oh, nice. Really I good. Sometimes get it like like less sweet. Less sweet. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it super sweet, but I, sure. Theirs is pretty good. I like it a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, we love Zen. That's really cool. Okay, all right. Yeah. So then after that, we said Kanara. Love Kanara. Kim and Ashish down there are doing some They're awesome food. Busy. Yes, and yeah. they are super busy. So what's your what's your go to at Kanara? I'm so boring. I'm a tikka masala girl. Nothing wrong Extra with that. Extra garlic naan. Yeah, <laughs> that's about you it. You gotta have naan. <laughs> yeah, spicy, and I like a korma too, and. Yeah, that's my. He likes the chicken vindaloo. He's oh, a vindaloo so you like a little heat there in oh, your. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's got to have the heat. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my go-to. Yeah. Time I have Indian food. I like Middle Eastern food. I love albasha. Yeah, albasha is yeah. great. So yeah, I like that a lot. And but we like I said, Sunnyside on Center is right by us, and he loves that place. He gets the breakfast burritos and stuff, and breakfast sandwiches. Breakfast sandwiches, and they're so sweet there, so nice. Yeah, actually, when uh, before the show here, Omar and I were talking just a little bit, but uh, we had mm-hmm. interviewed uh, Travis and Eric oh, uh, yeah. from Sunnyside, and uh, they were actually like, "Oh yeah, Omar stops in from a churro <laughs> spot all the time, and they're oh, right yeah, down the street <laughs> now." So that's that's, that's awesome really for cool. them. When I drive there and I see the mustache, then I gotta stop by and say hi to him. <laughs> 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 I don't see the mustache there; I, I just drive by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too fun. Yeah, we love. That is too fun. We eat out a lot. <laughs> That's cool. So at Taste of India, same same order as Kanara, a vindaloo and a chicken tikka masala and some naan? So I order like two things for like days. Like uh-huh. I'll eat eat on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll get oh, a cool. chicken korma and a chicken tikka masala with two sides of garlic naan. Nice. And nice. I'll eat it for like two days. Oh, that's killer. Yeah. That's killer. So how about how about Elbasha? Because I that's that's such a fun spot. The interior in there Incredible. alone is just so fun to sit in. Um, they're doing different stuff. So yeah, what do you, what do you guys order there? I love a shawarma, and yeah. you know the just any kebab and rice. You know I love a good like fresh kebab with veggies and rice, and I just but I'm a shawarma girl with some fries. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I've only been there once, and to be honest, I don't remember what I <laughs> that, That's That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I think I eat out more than you do. Well, what's fun about a shawarma, too, is is from what I understand, there's a little bit of crossover history between Al Pastor yeah, and it's a, shawarma. They, like, have it on the... It's same way. Yeah, per, 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 super good. Yes, except, uh, yeah, well, of course, with El Pastor, you know, a nice pineapple mm, on gosh. top dripping down on everything so there. But, yeah, it's some definite crossover there. And it's interesting you're talking about uh, Indian food as well because mm-hmm. uh, also from what I understand, just from a, a spice uh, crossover, you know, whether it's cinnamon or, right. you know, you got the same thing with onion or, uh, you know, cilantro or coriander. Yeah, um, they have that in a lot of Yeah, a, a lot of good uh, crossover spices maybe so in different portions or ratios or applications. Right. But, uh, you know, some deep savory flavor in, in both yes. cuisines. And the so. spice, the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, where else around Omaha, if there's any other spots you want to get out there? I haven't been. Oh, we live right next to Los Alamillo. That's a good one. We love yeah. that place. Oh, for <laughs> I'm an sure. Italian. Like, I love Italian food. We love Nicola's. Haven't been there in a while. Oh, yeah. But I love Nicola's. Um, I, I love Mexican yeah, food. I can eat Mexican food every day. Yeah. And so, I mean, I like all the Mexican restaurants in South Omaha. I mean, I frequent quite a few of them when I'm, when I'm not working. I mean, especially before I had the brick and mortar when I only yeah. had the truck. Sure. We only had, like, I don't know, six, seven different items. So I, I like a lot of their dishes, you know, quite a few different places in town. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like El Rancho on, mm. on 19th and Martha. Yeah. Yes. I like La Poblanita right on 20th. Oh, and his mole is so good. <laughs> like that. La so Casita. good. La Casita is um, good. Um, Where's La Casita? I haven't been there. It was on Park Avenue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like yeah. Poblatin and Park Avenue. Like yeah. right off of 20th? 
No, Poppleton Park. That's, oh, uh, Park. Yeah, that's Park Avenue and Poppleton. Yeah, so okay. those, three, those three places are pretty cool around that area, and I, I like all three of them. I mean, they all have their own different unique flavors. And right. I like to try, I mean, like their soups. I don't sell mm. soup in my place. I like place, their caldo so that is. I like their caldos. I like seafood. I like the mole from La Polanita, like you said. Yeah. Chilaquiles from one place, and different things that, I mean, like full dishes. Uh, for me, I still have the concept kind of like uh, the food truck. Yeah. But we do, our, we have enchiladas. I love oh, our enchiladas. So we just started selling those. Those are delicious. We have sopes. We have fish tacos. But we don't have a full menu just because of the size of the kitchen that I have. Sure. There. But, yeah, yeah, I frequent all three of those yeah. spots. And the I, international I could, yeah. bread bakery that we go to, the Mexican bakery with fresh Mexican bread. Yeah, do you go to the, the one on, because there's one on 24th, and then there's also one over on, like, 20th and Vinton, yeah, too. Yeah, the one on Vinton. Oh, the one on Vinton. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, we go there quite frequently. and Get, like, the like the conchas? Yeah, or? oh, yeah, the conchas and the cuernitos, like, the little horn-shaped ones. The, yeah. They have cookies. Oh, my gosh. We go there a lot. Okay, El Rey, I believe, has the best pozole. Oh yeah, that's good. Wow, I I love their uh, their sopas, but I have not I have not had that there. That's awesome. The sopas, the pork. yeah, the sopas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are. The, I like their sopas too. We sell sopas too, so I don't know. But that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I need to try your sopas, and I have not tried the enchiladas down They're at your place so yet. So you tried the fish tacos yet? No. You gotta those try all, the fish tacos. Okay, all three so new good. items, but. Yeah, from Ray, I, lo- I love their pozole. I think it is it's really some good. of the best one in town. But like I said, every restaurant has their own unique. Yeah. Polonita, we already said mole. I yeah. Like, I like their chilaquiles. Mm-hmm. El Rancho, I like their soups. I mean, like Casita, I like their beans and their salsa. I mean, uh, carne de puerco, which is like short mm. pork ribs. So and oh. Salsa. Nice. Those are really good. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit of everything. I think we're hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, that's that's good. This is the show to be to be hungry on. Although, you know, so there. <laughs> uh, so Omar and Hannah were so kind. So there is a there's a burrito and a churro and a killer hat sitting next to me here, too. Um, but uh, yeah, and I, I can't eat it right now because we're doing a radio show. Um, so um, but th- but that's really cool. And, and I love the fact that you're, you know, I, I think sometimes with with. Uh, Mexican food where people are like, oh, it only only tastes one way or it's only this type mm-hmm. of cuisine. And there's so many different regions and one mole from one region is totally different. Like if you go to Tixteco on 16th yeah. versus La Poblanita, their moles are night and day different. Right. They're totally different or, you know, those things. So that's so cool that, you know, those different spots that you can get those different flavors depending on who's cooking and what their choices are and, and those things. So. So they're both, they're so both good, but they're both so different. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's fascinating. Everyone has their different recipes, and someone was influenced by, you know, a relative from, you know, I mean, they have so many wonderful places in Mexico. Everyone just really brings something with the Mexican food in Omaha. The Mexican food scene in Omaha is legit. Like, yeah. A lot of options. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, cool. Well, what about outside of Omaha? So if you're in mm-hmm. these United States or the world at large, mm-hmm. what are maybe some places that uh, that you've eaten that you recall that if somebody's traveling, they might need to try? Okay, so we just got back from Kansas City. Nice. And I went on, okay, I can't remember. It's McCormick and Schmicks. Oh, yeah. They have really incredible steak and seafood and they have I think the best lobster bisque I've ever had nice. in my life and I made them go there both the nights we were there I'm like we're going there and they have this dessert called a chocolate bag and it's a bag made of chocolate filled <laughs> with vanilla mousse and berries and we what? had it two nights in a row I don't see how you couldn't that sounds amazing it was fabulous and then um, I haven't traveled anywhere other than Maiko um, like worldwide yeah but we go to this place called Isla Mujeres, and um, it's like south of Cancun. And man, okay. the food on the island—it's surprisingly the Italian food on the island is really fire. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so if so you guys t- are going to Isla Mujeres, check out. Um, let's see, Rolandi's, Mama Rosa. <laughs> he prefers like the street cafe. food. He likes the street food. I'm, I have not, yeah, oh, Mango Cafe in Isla Mujeres. Yeah, I was just good. wondering if Omar was shaking his head out at all when you're when you're every Mexico time we go and, there, and you're, and you're like, I need some Italian, and he's like, he's we're, like we're offended. in Mexico. He's like, yeah. eat eat the street food. I'm like, I just all right. So when you start serving uh, pasta at uh, <laughs> no, he could probably make a super cool like funky like Mexican pasta. I, I could see been, it. I, I, I could see it. That, you know, like I mean, something spicy shrimp. Yeah, like pasta, shrimp like, and ooh, chicken. I know, I know. Maybe, maybe in a couple weeks here is. Talk yeah. about surprise. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah, I'm not sure if you could take like a like a mole and some pasta and I don't know what happens there. I don't know if that breaks I some type of it. international <laughs> law, but I'd sure as heck try it. So Yeah, I would I was like, I would try it. One was one place that I've really been wanting to go back at. I had a Mexican food in New York once and I oh. thought it was some of the best Mexican Frida? food I've had. Was it Cafe, Cafe Frida? Frida. 
Yeah. Jeffrey is a beautiful restaurant, and everything oh my was, gosh, so, it was good. so authentic. The beans were in a little, like, a pot, like a clay pot that were oh. served. Wow. Like beans, and everything was delicious. I would have never imagined to have really, really good food up in New York. Which, yeah. That's one, one spot that I would definitely want to go back. Oh, yeah, Frida. New York. I forgot about the food there. Yeah. Those dollar slices in the Little Italy. Ooh, that was my jam. Oh, yeah. And that Chinese place on Canal Street that you had a hangover. <laughs> and you, <laughs> he went, and there was, like, the soup and this tea, and he, it was so good. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It was so long ago, but... That's wonderful. That's yes. wonderful. Well, cool. Well, speaking of some good memories, I, I definitely wanted to talk to you a little bit about food memories. So, oh, um, yes. yeah, I, I kind of wanted to, you know, from you both, like, what are some some meals that maybe, you know, that you remember that impact you that really, really, really mean something to you? Yeah. Um, you know, and that could be, um, you know, I, I often give an example of my grandmother's cinnamon rolls on the show oh, about yeah. how those meant a lot to me and, and right. take me back to my childhood. What are, what are some good food memories that, that you bring with you to this day? Oh, man. I mean, his mom is, like, a fantastic cook. And so, like, ever since I've been in your life, like, Margarita is not getting takeout somewhere. Like, she's making you real authentic Mexican food. So I just have to say shout-out to his mom because she's a really good cook. And, yeah. Um, my mom, I feel like, good cook. I don't if You're a good cook. But <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, you're a good cook. You're, no, she is. Obviously, we had grew up very differently. And, you know, my mom could probably never cook the same things that his mom cooked. But once a year, she would do a big blowout Lebanese dinner. Nice. And she would literally be in the kitchen all day preparing. And that means a lot to me. Like, all of our family and friends and loved ones who aren't here anymore, just thinking back to that, mm. all that care. And we would all make fataya together and kibbe and grape leaves and Lebanese beans and rice. And it really, like, it means a lot to Okay, so I, I have had grape leaves. So and, good. But you need to tell me about those first okay, two dishes, so please. My mom's kibbe, it's like ground lamb with like seasoning. It's, and I call it a Lebanese meatloaf. I think it's better than meatloaf. There's like pine nuts and all the seasoning and onion and she bakes it in this big dish with like butter on top. It's yeah. so good with like a fresh pita bread. Um, like lubna, like the little like yogurt and stuff with it. Um, the fataya is like meat pies. So you have essentially what the kibbe is inside of like a little pastry and you bake it and oh my gosh it's so That's so delicious awesome. yeah so good with like beans and like I don't know I don't know if the beans are like a traditional Lebanese thing but it's like something my great grandparents did when they came from Lebanon so yeah it's just like toma stewed tomatoes and green beans and a bunch of like allspice and salt and pepper and it's like just this really unique flavor that over some great. rice and it's pretty good. Oh, my goodness. And baked with love there. Yeah, from, literally. Yeah. And they don't have recipes. Like, my great-grandma, like, I was like, Mom, can I have my sit-dose recipe? And she's like, she just, this is all she wrote. Like, it's not a recipe. It's just, like, she just did it. Yeah. That's how his mom is. That's how yeah. it was, yeah. When we got married, I was like, what's her enchilada recipe? And he's like, you just got to have her come she, over and show She put you. some stuff in a pot, and that's what literally. happens. And yeah. mine never tasted good. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and no measurements. None. Ever. ever. It's crazy. Right. And, like, she came over, and I remember... I was like shaking the first time she was showing me how to make enchiladas because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's not, it never tasted as good. We like had to find a recipe of like online and tweak it because I was like, it just never tasted right. Oh man. Her mom, his mom just is a really good cook. So, so the first time that, that she, so you've got mom-in-law over there. Yeah, mom-in-law. And you're in the kitchen And sister-in-law. And sister-in-law. <laughs> and I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> oh my goodness. How, I was scared. Did, and so how, how did, how did it turn out? I mean, because I mean, they I, did it mostly, and I just stood there, and I was like, okay. <laughs> it was awesome. And then, yeah, I just, I could never get it right. Like, I just was like, I need measurements. That's just how I grew up. Uh -huh. And, I mean, they just would eyeball things and, like, no. And, I mean, I never really cooked with, like, a tomatillo before. So I was like, yeah. I don't know how many of these I need. And serranos, I didn't know. I came from white taco family. So ground beef, <laughs> taco family. <laughs> with the recipe on the back of the McCormick's, like, you know, reading it. That's, me, we, that's how I, I came mean, from. My mom and dad both are pretty good Yeah, cooks. your dad is too. I mean, we, when I was growing up, there's six of us kids, mom mm -hmm. and dad, and we, we used to live in California, LA. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. I mean, my dad was the only one working. So yeah. I don't really have anything specific, but I just remember eating together as kids, you know, around the table. Yeah. He would cook something. I don't know. There was times when we used to eat, I mean, beef liver with onions, which is something that most people will, I mean, doesn't sound good to them. But I <laughs> I, I think of those as those bring me memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even sardines, you know, things that our people are like. Tortillas with lime and salt. The people are probably disgusted by the thought of it. But uh, to me, those are things that bring memories. I think about it. I mean. 
even having some KFC with Wonder Bread, you know, mm. in the park, yeah, things like that. But Dang. my mom and dad were always cooking different meals that are probably you probably never even heard of because. I mean the the way we are. I mean, he was the only person that was the support. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of money, so whatever they can get your hands on, they would used to make different types of meals. And I think that's how we all learn how to cook. I think everybody in my family is pretty good cook. Yeah, we all try to do carne asadas. We mm-hmm. do. I mean, that's just a given, and I guess in the Hispanic community, but we all just learn how to cook from both mom and dad. Just doing whatever they could in the kitchen with whatever was available. Yeah. yeah is, is, there, is there a dish that you remember cooking first or, or something you were taught to cook that, that you recall maybe, you know, maybe it was, you know, maybe it was mac and cheese. Mine, I, I don't was know. Say, mine was Kraft mac and cheese. It, you know? Or buttered noodles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it's probably scrambled probably eggs. something. That, yeah, like food. a we, breakfast. For, yeah, that's that easy. Was, well, well I, I wasn't thinking breakfast. For us, that's what we ate sometimes, oh, you know? Well, we, I mean, yeah. Like I said, yeah. We like, didn't I have cooked. the opportunity. Eggs, like, tortillas salsa man mm. that's yeah, I, was just say, I remember exactly my dad used to make scrambled eggs sometimes he used to add like corn from a can just whatever mm. was available in the fridge yeah and just to grab the tortillas we put some lime mayo on it make some oh. tacos with that it sounds kind of good weird, but that was our dinner and we were happy it was delicious yeah. so, that's yeah. awesome well and that. you know you probably taste that now and it'd still bring you back yeah. you know, yes. to that time Thanks so that, yeah. right oh that's wonderful. For sure. That's wonderful. Well, yeah, it's, you know, whether that's, you know, like you said, even that mac and cheese in the box or buttered noodles or. <laughs> when you're like 13 yeah, and you're like, this is so good. Cinnamon sugar toast. You oh, know, oh I love that. My mom <laughs> used to make that for us. Yeah, my, so good. Well, and, and you know, it's it's interesting, Omar, you know, you were saying, you know, maybe some people, you know, it's like, oh, I, I wouldn't like that or, or whatever, but it was good. And, you know, even for, for me, <laughs> my my co-host, Sam, uh, same one we, we've brought up here before about the beans, but yeah. he and I grew up um, different families, and but for somehow we both like uh, cold bologna and ketchup white bread sandwiches. Oh, I love it's bologna. It's kind of a weird thing, but it's, yeah, Sounds so, good. yeah. And then <laughs> you're like, that bonded you guys. Yeah, it's bologna. Like, that's exactly what you're saying. Exactly. The cold bologna with ketchup, who, like, that sounds disgusting to some people. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. But you, you have a connection to it. It just brings it's you back there. good memories. and It was delicious what you were having. So even to the day. I just told you about my bologna, like, thing. I went through a bologna phase recently. I was like, I need a fried <laughs> bologna sandwich. Now. Nothing wrong with that. There's like, nothing wrong with that. Like, with some cheese and some mustard. Yes. Yeah. So good. Nothing yeah, wrong with that. I just know my dad was always They've always come up with different, I mean, not your traditional recipes. Either. Right. Like I say, oh, there's an extra can of, uh, I don't know, black beans. All right, let's mix it in with the soup or yeah. th- different things like that, you know. But we ended up, like, everybody in my family, none of us are picky. We sure. eat anything. Yeah. You'll never hear, like, can I get a taco? No, this, plus that. No. You just <laughs> give it to us how it's served and we'll eat it. So that kind of helped out. But just when growing up like that from a poor household, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely like it. Yeah, uh-huh. we definitely grew up differently and but that's what makes things, you know, kind of work. It's kind of interesting. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and and here you are together, you know, uh met in a restaurant. Yeah. Now you own a restaurant and Weird so Weird and trippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, food has definitely been a a consistent uh tie-in. So Yeah. when when we started our conversation, we were talking about Omar is like, hey, I've got an LLC. We're going to do this gonna thing. Do totally change this thing. Yep. Or trying new ingredients or trying a sweet potato on a taco yeah. or those things. And, you know, uh, you know, Omar, you're saying, you're, you know, your creative spirit, I think, you know, kind of helps you and you, you keep pushing and, and driving to do these different things. And what 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 an exciting and rewarding way to to live life is to go seek those new things and to try new fun things. And that's, that's wonderful. Thank you both again so much. We're going to sign it off here on Fat Radio Omaha's Food Recognized Food. And until we eat again, stay hungry. Our show is recorded and produced by Fatterday Omaha. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, as well as additional content located at FatterdayOmaha.com. As always, thanks for listening and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.